Today's kernel goes out to Jill, who I had a great conversation with on Instagram. She's been listening to the show for a little while. Very inspired by Jill. She quit her job doing international emergency response to open up her own local pet sitting company called Critter Sitter. I don't know. That was just so inspiring to me. So Jill, hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening to the show and hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today, we're going to be continuing our 401k Q&A series by answering your traditional versus Roth 401k questions. But before we hop into that, I just wanted to give a shout out to the other podcast that I run called This Is Awkward. If you have not checked it out, I host it with my good friend Allison. This is a show all about taking on your awkward money situations and helping you get through it without losing your friends and family along the way. In our latest episode, we hear from a listener who runs a daycare and the people just aren't paying her on time. I don't know what it is, why they're doing her like this, but they are not getting her money when they're supposed to. Also, they're friends, so it makes it even more complicated. So Allison and I jump in and help her get through this awkward money situation. So if you want to catch that episode and all of the other awkward stories that we've worked through on This Is Awkward, check out the link in the show notes or just search for This Is Awkward in your favorite podcast app. All right, so let's jump into some more of your 401k questions. In this episode, since I said we're focusing on the traditional versus Roth 401k questions, I did want to note that I won't be going into full detail on, you know, the differences between a Roth versus traditional 401k because I covered that back in episode 212. So go check that out. I put a link in the show notes if you want to take a listen. We I spent the whole episode on that topic. So that way, if you want a little more in-depth coverage on, you know, the differences between the two, go check out that episode. But to give you a quick overview, I'm going to answer a question I got from Barbara J. Cerna. She asked, what is the Roth 401k option? So the difference between a Roth and a traditional 401k plan is with a Roth plan, you're putting in money after it's already been taxed, meaning that you pay all the taxes out of your check, then you put the money into the plan. And then the benefit is that when you pull that money out, you don't pay any taxes on it, not on the money you put in, because obviously you've already paid taxes on that. But the more important part is you don't pay taxes on the money that you pull out of it, regardless of how much is grown to. So if you put in $20,000 and now it's 40 years later and you got $200,000 in there, I'm just making up that math. I have no idea if that's what it would turn out to be. (laughs) Then the good thing is you would take that $200,000 out and pay no income tax on it at all. And this is compared to the traditional 401k plan where you don't pay taxes on the money going into the plan, but you will pay taxes when you pull that money out. All right. So that was our quick overview. Remember, go back, check out episode 212 if you want a deeper dive into this topic. Our next question comes in from Gabriella Gordillo, also on Instagram. And her question was about IRAs, but I think it's still applicable because IRAs and 401k plans, they work very similar to each other. All right. So for the first part, I'm going to refer you all back to episode 212, like I mentioned, have a full breakdown of the differences between a traditional and a Roth 401k. So make sure you go check that one out if you have more questions. But for someone in their early 20s, this is a question I always hear. It's like, if I'm young, should I be contributing to a Roth or a traditional 401k or IRA plan? The general advice that you hear is that for someone young, a Roth option is typically better for them. And here are the reasons why. And this kind of answers the last question as well. But when you're younger, you typically are making less money than you will when you are older. The hope is that as you get older and progress through your career, that you'll get raises and promotions and move up and make more money as you do that. Unless you're someone who's very fortunate, who 
ends up being a millionaire right out the gate. Uh, Most of us, our earnings will grow as we get older. And for this reason, most people recommend Roth options for individuals who are younger because with a Roth option, you're paying taxes now, but you won't pay taxes later. And so why this matters is, is if you're in your early 20s and you're, say, in a really low tax bracket, let's say you maybe you're in like the 12% tax bracket, it's better to pay taxes on that money now than to wait until you're 65 when maybe you've moved up to the 24% tax bracket. And so for this reason, it's often recommended to say, hey, go ahead. If you're young, put your money into a Roth option, pay those taxes now, and then enjoy all that money, all that what it grows to be in your retirement years. Take it out then tax free and you'll be in a great position. And then, and then often you hear opposite advice for those who are older or maybe who are higher income earners. They say, hey, if you're looking for a way to reduce your tax liability, contributing to a traditional plan might work out better for you because you get to exclude any income that is going into your 401k plan, your traditional plan from income tax. And so not only do you get a tax break right now, which maybe will hopefully lower your tax bill, but it may allow you to contribute more money into your retirement plan because you get to take those tax savings and also put them into the plan if you would like. As I mentioned in previous episodes, the real important thing to worry about is actually putting money into the plan. That's gonna, that's gonna be the, your biggest hurdle. That's gonna be the thing that's going to determine if you can actually retire, is if you're putting money into the plan. If you consistently put money into a plan, whether it's a Roth or a traditional plan, don't worry, you are going to be fine. But these are just some general guidelines that you can use to help you decide, you know, if I should put it into a Roth or a traditional plan based off of your age, based off of your earnings to kind of give you a general direction. But don't stress if that's what's stopping you from putting money into your retirement plan. Forget that. Just pick one and go ahead and start with that. You can always put money into both plans if you'd like. It's just about putting money into your retirement plan. And the last part of Gabriella's question was about, can you have more than one IRA? So I answered a version of this when it comes to the 401k. And the answer there was, Yes, you can contribute to more than one 401k. If you have multiple employers who offer a 401k plan and you're eligible for them, then yes, you could have more than one. For IRAs, it doesn't matter if you have a job that offers them because this is all done on your own. You open up an IRA completely on your own. You can do it wherever you want. Wherever IRAs are offered, you can open up one there. That's why they're called individual retirement accounts. It's all yours. You do whatever you want to do with it. But the question I would ask is, why would you want more than one? Because just because you have more than one IRA, it doesn't mean that you can put more money into them because you can spread it across multiple accounts. You have one limit across the board for all IRAs. So right now in 2020, the limit is $6,000. If I open up three IRAs, my limit is still $6,000 total. So for me, this just creates a nightmare when it comes to administration. It's going to be much more work on my part to go through and make sure that I'm not over-contributing because I'm putting in $4,000 in three different plans, meaning I put in $12,000 and now I've gone over the limit. So for me, it's more about just finding one place that you like and putting your money there. If this is about having diversification, one thing to keep in mind is diversification is really about variety in your investment options, not in the accounts themselves. If you spread your money across multiple investment accounts, that's not really diversification because if you choose to invest your money in the same options, but in three different locations, it doesn't really matter. If something happens to those investments that you chose and and they perform poorly, they all perform poorly because you've chosen the same options, just put them in different accounts, essentially. That diversification comes from investing in a wide variety of actual investment products. So that would be uh, using it something like an index fund, which automatically spreads your investment across multiple stocks. And that gives you the diversification. 
not the place where I choose to buy the index funds themselves. So it's just one thing to keep in mind. All right, I had one more question, but we've already had enough popcorn for today. I think we've already hit our limit. I'm going to save this question for another special episode just to continue this traditional versus Roth topic. If you have any other questions for me, please let me know. Feel free to send them in just to give you an idea for some topics that I'll be covering in future 401k Q&A episodes. I'm planning on covering fees, uh, investment options. We're going to do a, more of a dive into IRAs just to kind of spread this out a little bit more, uh, talking about maintenance and management of your 401k plans, uh, thinking about retirement and also rollovers. So if you have any other questions around those topics, feel free to send in your questions to me on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast. Or you can call the uh, the pop line, <laughs> as uh, it's been named, at 707-200-8259. I would love to hear your questions and hopefully incorporate it into a future episode. And if you've been enjoying the show and you're looking for a way to support what I do here on Popcorn Finance, I always love to see your reviews. So if you use Apple Podcasts or if you can even open Apple Podcasts on your phone, if you have an Apple phone, come over, leave Popcorn Finance a review. It helps the show out. And it's always great to hear your feedback and hear what you're thinking about what I'm doing here. So as always, I appreciate you all joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week and happy Thanksgiving to those of you in the U.S. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.